Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. 49ers have won the NFC West. What a crazy game. Uh, 49ers felt like they were pretty much in the control the entire game. Um, but, you know, the Seahawks, uh, being the rivals that they were, were not just going to go away. And they didn't. And they made some plays at the end of the football game. Um, but the San Francisco 49ers, you know, hung in there tough uh, and were able to get a big victory, 21-13. to over the Seahawks, what a tremendous game. Uh, 49ers got it done. Short week, 21-13 is going to do. Whatever you have to do to get the win, that's what you do. And that's what the 49ers did in this matchup. And what's up to everyone that's in chat? Google account, WTM, Brad Jones, uh, longtime Niner fan, uh, good. And says, all right, keep breathing down the neck of the Vikings and garner that number two seed. Yeah, I mean, that's the 49ers' attention. Of course, they're going to celebrate this victory they're going to kind of take this one in for the day and then you know in the night and then they're gonna you know rest up a little bit and get ready you know for what happens next and that's next matchup is the commanders and what could be uh you know a little bit of a preview of the first round of the playoffs so the 49ers know they're going to have a really good defense with the commanders that's going to be coming up but right now what a great a job by the San Francisco 49ers team, offense, defense, special teams, playing together and overcoming obstacles. They overcame a lot of obstacles in this game. Uh, Diamond Lenore had the 49ers up 28 to three, but it was called back because of the Nick Bosa roughing the passer. Uh, the whole body weight thing is is hard to watch, especially when the quarterback bounces off an offensive lineman first. One of the most interesting things in this league for sure. And it robbed Diamond Lenore 
of a really good opportunity um you know to have a a pick six and what a great move he made driving on that football Greg Greenlaw with another great game including including causing a fumble at the end of the first half what a pivotal play in the game that was it was really nice and 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 what's up I bleed how's it going traffic says from uh third and four to from three and four to first team to clinch their division let's freaking go TCC is there any reason Kyle should not be coach of the year at this point He's definitely got to be in the conversation for coach of the year. I think you're on to something there, traffic. And Olivia says, the youth, is it paying off? I think in some areas it is. And I think being healthy in certain areas. I mean, Charvarius Ward was absolutely fantastic on DK Metcalf today. He locked down DK Metcalf for almost the entire game. Yamar Lenore did a great job on the other side. And the 49ers had a really good scheme going. Uh, but all of that is caused by Ward being able to deal with the physicality of DK Metcalf. Metcalf's not a good route runner. Metcalf has to be able to run things deep and stretch his legs. And he got somebody that played physical with him. And he was able to, to shut him down. And when you could take that away, they were changing their offense to deal with Ward. They had to move him in the slot to get him away from Traverius Ward. Very cool to watch. And that's championship defense right there. Uh, I believe it was off by three points. I had the score prediction 21 to 10. Super close. Long time says the O-line dominated. That The O-line had another good game. They gave up one sack in this football game. None last week. One sack in this week. Uh, I felt like they've played really well. And the 49ers rushed for over 100 yards again. Of course, it's going to be a little bit inflated because of Jordan Mason's huge run at the end of the game. Uh, but you know what? It was a good performance by the 49ers. And on a short week traveling to Seattle... Uh, you got this kind of performance from this 49er team. Uh, big applause for them. They did such a good job. And that's all you want to do. You just want to win. So uh, it's nice to get it going. And Brad Jones is most important for a Thursday night game win and hope no injuries. Exactly, Brad. I mean, that's that's about as spot on as you can say it. Uh, Anthony says, why was DK playing dirty? Because he was frustrated. He couldn't get anything going. Charverius Ward was locking him down. So he was throwing shoulders, trying to get in people's heads, trying to provoke them. It did not work. This 49ers team will not be provoked. And they went in there and, and played at a high level and continued to frustrate DK the whole time. Uh, DK, he, he got showed today. you know. And uh, let's be honest, if it wasn't for him pulling Charverius Ward's jersey, Charverius Ward would have had an interception right there so it's fantastic and bobo with the super chat says happy for our fans sweeping them means a lot to me yeah i mean that's the thing right it's been tough to win in seattle since 2012 since russell wilson came there and now the 49ers swept them where they win against arizona which could be a meaningless game at the end of the year the 49ers could sweep the whole division they say what is your number one goal as far as coming into the year you have to if you win your division that's the easiest path to the playoffs, and the 49ers executed that part of their goal. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to have a home playoff game, so the 49ers are taking care of business. Love it. So uh, what's up, Ziggy? How's it going? Uh, Burnt Reynolds, what's up? You see that clutchness? Yeah, the team, a lot of players are clutch, including Brock Purdy. I thought Brock Purdy had himself another good game. Uh, if he's hurt, you definitely don't know about it. That dude... He just plays at a high level. And you know what? George Kittle had himself one heck of a game today, including a tremendous play call from Kyle Shanahan. Ray McLeod motions in the orbit around to the left. 
He fakes there. He fakes over to McCaffrey. They got all the guys going different ways, setting up the screen. George Kittle right up the middle of the field. And then Kittle does what Kittle does and makes two guys miss. Touchdown. And then later on, got him again. So a uh, fantastic game from George Kittle. And a lot of that comes down to the poise in the pocket from Brock Purdy. This is not your typical third-string quarterback. This is not your typical rookie quarterback. He plays with poise. He plays with confidence. And he never seems like he's uh, feeling hectic or like he's got to get happy feet, move outside the pocket. Just tremendous uh, what he has been able to do, including sliding at the end of the game. That was a very smart, holding the ball out. Uh, well done. Faithful and graceful says, refs kept the game way closer than it had to be. Yeah, I felt like the refs, um, you know, were kind of involved in both areas. Now, I, I do think there were some bad calls against the 49ers. I thought there was probably some questionable calls against the Seahawks, too. Uh, the refs made themselves known in this football game. I like when refs are not seen. Um, I like when you don't hear a lot about the refs, and I felt in this game they definitely called some things they didn't need to call and were getting involved too much in the game, and I think it messed up the flow of the game as well. Ziggy says, I don't think Purdy looked as good as last time, but he did enough to get the W, and that's the crazy thing. His numbers are eerily similar to last game, and really the 49ers left some points out there. Of course, we have the penalty on Bosa that takes Yammer Lenore's touchdown, the pick six off the board. That would have made it 28-3, and then the Robbie Gold missed field goal, which could have put it 31. Uh, so the 49ers could have easily scored over 30 points in this football game. Uh, they didn't. It was a rivalry game, and you expect those things to be tight and people to play tough. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was it was pretty good. WTM says, uh, that felt good. Uh, Permaculture says, uh, 49ers, let's go. Uh, Brad says, only negative was Robbie missing the field goal. Yeah, that one wasn't fun. Jason Hill, what's up, Jay Hill? Says, we talked about wanting to see how Brock handled the 12s. Uh, pretty damn impressed. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, it didn't look like the moment was too big. It didn't look like the crowd really bothered him. He handled it. And Randy Daytona says, we are champions. Uh, love that. Uncle Rob, how about the double fake? Purdy is a stud. It's a great play. It's a, it's a little bit of a spin on something Bill Walsh ran in the 1984 Super Bowl against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, it He sent both running backs out. You had Montana looking and then hitting Russ Francis over the middle of the field. As soon as I saw it, that's the vibes I got. Uh, tremendous play. Overall design, fantastic. Get your attention with Ray Ray McLeod. Then your attention over to Christian McCaffrey. Like, oh, they tried to trick us. And the whole time George Kittle is navigating through the middle of the field to make a play. Absolutely fantastic. And what's up, David V? How's it going? Olivia says, I believe the four years have a downhill runner, kills clock, and will kill and will of the defense. Yeah, they put him in at the end of the game, and Jordan Mason closed the game out. Well done. Longtime Niner fan says that pretty quick run for the first down will give other teams uh, another thing to worry about. Yeah, if he can convert on those, they at least have to account for him in certain situations. He had a couple scrambles. One of them ends up being somewhat negated because uh, Bruce Irvin was offsides, but he got seven yards on that play. So he did a pretty good job. We got a super chat here uh, from Daryl says, this all feels so special. Go Niners. And it does. It feels like it's one of those years, right? I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, the Warriors have run seven straight games. Well, we should feel that way as fans. I mean, they're they're doing a really good job. They're playing high quality football, and to roll in on a short week after you know a big win over the Bucks and to not go flat 
but to win the division against a divisional rival in one of the toughest plays to pl- places to play in the NFL. You got to tip your cap to the young quarterback. You tip your cap to the coaching staff and these players for showing up and giving such a great effort. Uh, you, you, you just love it. I mean, you got to like what this team is doing. Um, so I, I really like it. And Anthony says, I think they should have given Mason a TD at the end of the game. If Mason would have got into the end zone, that's where he would have got his TD. Uh, but in that moment, you take no chances. You kneel on the football for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's good football etiquette to not score in that situation. The game is over. You kneel down. You walk away the other way. Uh, it's just some you know some rules in football that you try to do. You don't try to tack it on there. Uh, but second of all, you just don't want to take the chance. You know, a bad snap, a bad handoff, a fumble, something like that. Next thing you know, I mean, we've seen this miracle at the Meadowlands. Herm Edwards running all the way back for a touchdown. Uh, Roger Craig, 1990, you know, NFC Championship game. You don't want those type of things to happen. So you do the safe thing. You kneel on the football and you live to fight another day because you won the division and you know you've made the playoffs. So uh, that's a couple reasons why. WTM says, Coach Ant. What are you proud of most tonight? I'm proud that the team came out in and competed short on bodies, but not on might, not on will, not on ability to go out there and play at a high level. Uh, Whenever you're on a short week and you're the traveling team, it puts you in a little bit of a deficit. And the 49ers not only overcame that deficit, but played at such a high level. Absolutely love this team. I'm proud of the way that they went out and they focused on today's matchup and they did what they needed to do to win. And now they close out games. When they get the ball back and there's under four minutes, the 49ers slam the door. No more opportunities for the defense to have to go out there and stop a quarterback or stop an offense. They slam the door. And I love that. That's how you win in the playoffs. That's how you win a championship. You know what happens to Patrick Mahomes if he doesn't have the football? He can't score. And those are the types of things the 49ers can do in the playoffs that they haven't always been able to do is slam that door. Absolutely love it. Brad Jones says, are we officially Colts fans on Saturday American time? You better believe it. You better believe we're Colts fans. Donald says Purdy should have had another TD if BA would have caught the ball. Yeah, he actually missed that one. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. So uh, Donald says, who are you the happiest to sweep? For me, it's the Seahawks. I just like the Seahawks more than the Rams. So I'm with you on that. I think recent recent bias. Uh, if this was the 1980s, I would be all about the Rams uh, and, and sweeping them. But I love it. And Lou says, out of town, just tuning in. Please give me a quick synopsis. I'll watch when I get home. Basically what happened, Lou, was the San Francisco 49ers went out and played 49ers football, executed at a high level on defense, basically shut down the Seattle Seahawks the entire game. The defense caused turnovers, one of which should have been a touchdown by Diombro Lenore, but it's called back for roughing the passer and a bad roughing the passer call on Nick Bosa. But when it came down to it, the 49ers needed, they're up eight and they needed to win the game. Jordan Mason went in there and carried the football and slammed the door with a 50-plus-yard run. It was a great performance by this team, a sound performance on a short week, and I think we can all be proud of this 49ers team. Uh, Bobo says, we underutilized Mason. That guy is looking amazing. I think you could say that, but when you have a guy that comes in fresh that's 230 pounds and he slams the door, uh, that was perfect. You know, Christian McCaffrey had himself a really good day today. Christian McCaffrey made plays for this offense. We knew it was going to be a heavier workload for McCaffrey with Debo Samuel out. I thought he played at a high level. So 
Um, you know, I, I get what you're saying, Bobo, but, you know, it's one of those things where I think Kyle did what he needed to do to win. And we have a couple super chats. One here from I Bleed Red and Gold says, Purdy checked off all I needed to know. He is for real. So full believer from I Bleed Red and Gold. And I think a lot of people are going to go with you on Brock Purdy. And then a huge super chat from Google account. Thank you so much. Says, I want Brock and I want to Brock and roll all night and Purdy every day. 13 for the amount of Seahawks for tonight. Playoffs, here we come. Also a 13 for Brock Purdy. I absolutely love that. What a, what a what a great super chat that was right there. And I'll get back, you know, to all your questions. And, and guys, great job in chat. Chat is blowing up. You guys are doing a fantastic job. And if you're watching right now and you haven't already, hit that like button. You know, leave a comment. And then go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. I'd really, really appreciate that. We're here celebrating San Francisco 49ers being the NFC West champions. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is really, really good. Um, yeah, and Ziggy says, Lenore should have had an interception for our TD. That was a, you know, a BS roughing the passer call. I think we all felt that. You know, and I think this game could have looked completely different. It ends up being 21-13. If that happens, all the momentum 49ers way, 28-3, probably gets out of hand and the 49ers absolutely win this game. So WTM says we got a third, three running backs and three quarterbacks. Who else in the league can say that? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? We're on our third quarterback and how's it going, Tim? Glad you're in chat. Um, I bleed says, how is it that we suffer two major injuries at quarterback and somehow seem to be in a good shape or better? I love it. Here's how it happens because of a great scouting department led by Adam Peters and John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan willing to swallow their pride and bring back Jimmy Garoppolo. I know Garoppolo got hurt, but that's how you go through three of those caliber guys. So fantastic job by this uh, scouting staff, by the area scouts, and by John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan continuing to know that every single player you're going to need, right? No player uh, is, you know, you need everyone. You want the best players you can get at all levels of, of the competition and team. So uh, it's fantastic. And super chat here from Daryl says, solid win, no significant injuries, 10 days off. That is huge, 10 days off. Absolutely love it. Lou, uh, thank you for watching, and I really appreciate so much um, you know, you coming through. Always good to have you in chat. Uh, Bobo says, good luck in Kansas City next week, Seahawks. Yeah, they're going to have a tough one with the Seahawks. Of course, they're still in position to make the playoffs. They're right in the hunt. But they got Seahawks and they got Jets. And Robert Sala might be the one that finishes off uh, the Seattle Seahawks in a couple weeks. Because if if Mahomes and them take care of business, I expect them to, uh, then the Seahawks could be done in by former coach Robert Sala. And uh, boy, wouldn't that be like a little fun for him to be able to handle them and give them a loss. Uh, long times has a good amount of red in the stands. Yeah, there was more red than I'm used to seeing. I felt like, you know, it was kind of rumored during the week. I know Paul came on the preview show today and said Brad Graham uh, from the SF Niners said that there was a lot of red there, and it showed up in the stands. Great to see the 49ers faithful showing up and helping the football team. Every seat that they took, took one of the 12 out. Absolutely love it. David Campbell says, Kittle had a monster game. Yeah, he did. And Donald says, I want us to win the Super Bowl. I want to Brock around the clock. Uh, the Brock stuff never gets old. I mean, people are thinking of the, some of the most creative things. Jan coming with Sturdy as a Brock. Um, you know, uh, we will Brock you coming from Donald. 
It's great. And what's up, Rich? Welcome to chat. Hope you're having a good one. Rich says, I almost predicted the score 21-10. Great job. I mean, that, that's really close. I went 27-13 after Robbie Gold was about to kick the field goal. I thought I had a chance. I thought I had a real chance. Brad says, it's clear the players really don't like each other from each team, but there seems to be a genuine respect between Kyle and Pete. Total opposite to Pete and Jim. Yeah, that a lot of that came from college. It's a different one, right? David Campbell says Mooney battle tonight. Mooney Ward uh, showed tonight that he's one of those guys. I mean, he's just a dog. He went out there and he battled every single snap with DK Metcalf. I mean, he got in his face. He was in his hip pocket. Um, I mean, I can tell you right now, he knew what you know DK Metcalf had for dinner. I mean, he was just all up in his grill, and I loved it. And that's what we want from Traverius Ward. And that's why the 49ers paid him the amount of money that they paid him so they could have a lockdown guy. And it could change the way that they are able to play defense. Uh, and it, it's huge. And you know what? We got to give props to Diamond Lenore. I mean, I know Mooney Ward uh, took care of business. Um, but Diamond Lenore, once again, great performance. Loved it. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm very happy with this, this cornerback room. Janoris Jenkins got some snaps once Ward had the, the not concussion. So I don't know exactly what comes out of that. I think it's smart to go ahead and rest him. Uh, Jenkins played okay. So, um, you know, that's good news. And we'll be getting Sam Womack back. So it, it's really nice. And Ronnie says battle tested. That's how it feels. This 49ers team is already playing playoff caliber football, winning tough football games. Uh, but once again, you know, it's an eight point win. It's just uh, this team hasn't had too many close wins. It probably could have been even bigger. Dan says Hufanga getting bailed over and over scared scared me for a bit. Um, Hufanga is going to have some mistakes, but he should have had an interception in this game. He should have had one. Drake Greenlaw could have had an interception. There were opportunities that they kind of left out there, but uh, in the grand scheme of things, they once again played another solo game on defense. Long time says was Tyler Lockett out of this game or did our D shut him down? They shut him down. He had a couple of catches, but there was nothing significant. They played him really, really good. Rich is watching postgame Purdy and Kittle live. Now, that's exciting, uh, really exciting. And listen to Permaculture, who said, everyone in here, hit that like button for the 49ers win. Really appreciate it, Permaculture. Um, and then Brad says, I think Purdy only has two bad passes in three games. Last week, interception, that got called back. And throw tonight, that was dropped by Diggs. Yeah, it's it seems like, he, you know, he has a pass here or there. That gets away from him, uh, but overall, I mean, he he executes pretty high level. So I'm I'm pretty I'm excited about Brock Purdy and what he can do. Uh, WTM says, Coach Ant, what grade do you give the O line tonight? I'm giving him another A. The way that they were able to handle the run game, the way they were able to keep Brock Purdy, you know, upright. Uh, the George Kittle second touchdown, Purdy has all day in the pocket. I mean, he's chilling, and it allows for the breakdown and coverage. And then he just throws a, I mean, just a nice pass to George Kittle for the second touchdown. But uh, this offensive line gave some nice clean pockets. A lot of that has to go into the way they're able to run the football, but the offensive line is a big reason for that. So yeah, I'm giving them another A. That's two weeks in a row. Permaculture says, Ant, what was your favorite play on offense tonight? I think it has to be the George Kittle play. Uh, it was just so exciting that the fact that you see the fake this way, the fake that way, right down the middle of the field to George Kittle. And then Kittle makes two guys miss. And I think what's indicative too of how this game went is Jordan Brooks is supposed to be covering George Kittle and he's chasing. 
but he's not chasing full speed. And if he was chasing full speed, he would have made the tackle on George Kittle after Kittle juked one of those players. He did not, and George Kittle was able to get to the end zone. Great job by Kittle, not so great by Brooks. Touchdown 49ers and a great play call by Kyle Shanahan. Uh, and you agreed saying you like the double pump fix, so we're on the same page there. WTM says, Coach Ant, what grade do you give our D-line tonight? It was an A. I mean, they put pressure on. They stopped the run. They were getting after Geno Smith every single play. Anything that, you know, took more than uh, two seconds felt like they got pressure on Geno Smith. They deflected footballs. Uh, it was a really good performance. Overall, the, the trenches were a, a, a shining star for this 49ers team, which I think is to be expected. Brad says, I think the most underrated signing on offense might just be Brian Greasy. Right. And there was a lot of people that criticized Brian Greasy. No coaching experience. Right. Uh, what is he going to bring? Why would you bring him in to work with Trey Lance? Brian Greasy did a very good job. He's done a very good job. What a great hire by Kyle Shanahan. Kyle might know what he's doing. You know, who knows? I mean, he might have a pretty good idea how to coach a football team. Jay Ellie says, need a long week to rest. The Washington game should be good. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good matchup on Christmas Eve. It's going to be fun. Rich says, Purdy, feed the yak pretty easy a smart a smart guy right get it to your playmakers hands let them create uh that's that's how you win football games especially in calcium and system that graphic they showed the four yards lead the league in yak yards it's by design they draft players uh on offense of skill players that use yak to their advantage that are good at it and they draft quarterbacks that can throw passes in the right area where these players can continue to run it's a well-executed scheme and it works Google account says that Purdy first down when he slid was solid, extended the ball, assuring he gets the first down. The man is playing like a vet. So happy we drafted him. I'm with the Google account. He's playing well beyond his years. I mean, he's just he's just playing out of his head right now. And I think he's one of those guys that's not going to let this get to his, you know, get to him, his mindset. He understands the what his job is. He understands what his role is. Uh, and he executes at a high level. So I love where Purdy's mindset's at. I love where this team's at. And I think Purdy right now is doing a very good job leading this football team. Rich says the defense is playing lights out. It is. This is the best defense in the league. Um, this is the, you know, the, the best defense I've seen in San Francisco in a while. They just execute. And you know what? They suffer an injury and they overcome that injury. It, it is really, really good. So yeah, I've been with it. And um, Brad, Brad says, Ant, so can we officially start thinking about wildcard round? Is there a team you really don't want to face? Uh, Jan saying, he said 21-17. I remember you were really close on this. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a team I really don't want to see in the first round. I mean, I think I have teams that I would love to play. I'd love to play the New York football Giants. I think that's a winnable game. Um, maybe the Detroit Lions would be a game like, you know, that I'm like, well, if I could play someone else. Uh, but I believe the 49ers can beat all those teams that are going to be potentially in that seven spot uh, or six spot, depending on who it is. You know, if it's if it's the commanders, if it's the foot, you know, New York football giants, um, I think they could beat either one of them. If it ends up being Seattle, we've seen that they could be Seattle or, you know, if it ends up being the Detroit Lions. Uh, so I'm not really afraid of any of those teams. I think as far as seeding goes, I just want the 49ers to be able to play at home as much as possible. So getting to that second seed uh, is important. And then, also, you know, you could possibly get three home games. You know, if you get a matchup to where, like, the Cowboys, you know, are able to knock off, you know, the command, or I'm sorry, knock off the Eagles, you know, you might have something there. Um, but if you can make it so you're, you only have one road game, if everything holds pat, and you're just going to Philly, I think that's the best situation for this 49ers team. Um, so that's what I'm hoping. 
WTM says Mooney is a pure man corner for sure. He's lo he's a lockdown guy. The guy can do it. The guy can do it. Mr. Corey says, Ant, are you having a Purdy say, uh, Purdy day? I'm having a Purdy day. It's just, it's been great. Rock Purdy has reinvigorated the 49ers fan base. Right? It's great. You know, there was all the questions. Is it Jimmy? Is it Trey? Uh, everyone's split. Now everyone's like right down with it. Let's go. Brock Purdy. Love it. You know what I mean? That's what you need. Uh, we need to unify behind it. And I, I love that Brock Purdy's doing such a great job. I'm with it. Uh, Tim, uh, Tim Sutton says Debo, those like buttons. Yeah. Debo, hit those like buttons. Uh, Brad Jones's official NFC West championship shirt reads conquered the West. Love that. Well done, San Francisco 49ers. Um, you know, they know they're not done, and they got a lot of guys in that room that know what it means to go through the playoffs and make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, so they know the job's not done, but they have definitely conquered the West. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm really good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jan says, uh, Pete Carroll's gum, <laughs> that like button. <laughs> Just straight chomp it. He was chomping all day, too. He's chomping all day. Uh, so funny. Google accounts says, I wanted Mason to get that TD so bad, but the W is good enough. Yeah, you know, I mean, once he broke, to be honest with you, the coach in me was yelling for him to go down. I wanted him, once he got the first down, uh, you're in the open field, go down. You know, you secure the win. Um, you know, I mean, I, there's a there's film of me somewhere. I had a kid make an interception at the end of a game, and I mean, he's running, he's juking, and you can just hear over everyone, me just yelling, go down. Because in that moment, the game is won. Don't do anything else. Uh, but, you know, the fan in me wants to see Mason get his first touchdown, and that would have been cool. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, just get the win. That's what it's about. David Campbell says, anything on Ebucom? I think a lineman landed on his leg. Yeah, I've seen the injury. If anyone in chat has heard anything about Samson Ebucom, uh, throw it in there. I haven't seen anything yet on Ebucom. And, of course, I haven't been able to watch, you know, any of Kyle's, uh, you know, comments or anything like that so if you guys see it let me know um i'm curious how ebucom is doing uh jay uh, uh donald says jan i just kittled that like i love that paul says that was a blast my friend it was paul it was exciting 49ers get that big win i'll tell you 49ers football's fun you know i mean that's the thing we got a team that is exciting to root for they're in every single matchup this defense goes out there and keeps the 49ers relevant in every single game and we've got an offense that can move the football and, and can make plays. Uh, it was great. It's really great, and I'm enjoying it. Freddie says, what a win to secure the NFC West. It was. The fact it came against, you know, those Seahawks uh, makes it exciting. The Fournier's have won two division titles under Kyle Shanahan. Both of them have come in Seattle. Uh, so, so that is huge. Uh, Kyle just on the podium, nothing on Ebicom. That's great news. Nothing on Ebicom means Ebicom's not hurt that bad. Uh, so maybe it's just as simple as he got landed on and it, it wasn't fun. Um, so, yeah. And then Freddie says, I want to see who is against us in the Super Bowl. I love the confidence. Um, Rock Raggy Production says Niners came out and played it cool. They really did. They did a really, really good job. So uh, Eagles and Cowboys are the only obstacles. Yeah, and, and you know, if you're you're sitting in that two or three seed, you might only see one of them. You know what I mean? And I think that's a goal. You don't want to see both of them if you don't have to. But, uh, you know, and Rock says, uh, the Seahawks crowd was uh, hoping the 12 noise was going to matter. It didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It really didn't. Uh, Lou says, every week it seems more likely D'Amico is gone listening to your game review tonight as well. He's gone. I mean, D'Amico Ryans, he's going to have his choice of a few jobs. And he's probably going to take the best one that has, you know, the best talent, the best quarterback and all that. 
Um, I mean, I, and I don't think you could, you know, you could ask him to stay. I don't think you can even ask him at this point. He deserves it. Uh, he's a, the, you know, the best defensive coach on the best defensive team. Uh, yeah, he's gone. Four years are going to get a third, you know, a third round comp pick for him. Rand Carthon, part of the, you know, front office and uh, works with Adam Peters. He's probably gone. And the 49ers are going to lose some more. I mean, and, and this is just what happens, you know, when you have an operation that, you know, like this team operates, they do such a good job. What kind of Purdy chant do you want, Freddie Mac Dre? I want to know exactly what you want from me, uh, but I'll give you a little Purdy, Purdy, Purdy. Uh, I love it. Purdy's done such a great job. I love it. Uh, Google says, I love that Vic Fangio defense a lot, but I believe D'Amico Ryan's defense is better. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think right now it's playing at a higher level, and that's hard to say. I mean, you had Alden Smith. You had Justin Smith, you know, Patrick Wilson, Navarro Bowman. Uh, but the linebackers for the 49ers are playing out of their minds. Uh, Charverius Ward is an upgrade over every corner that played on that 2011 team. You know, and I think that, you know, the safeties is kind of a wash. Even though I loved uh, the Hawk and, and Whitner and the way they hit, it it's really good. Now, the only thing is both are good against the run. That 2011 didn't give up a single 100-yard rusher until I think it was like week 15. They're ridiculous good. Uh, but that's the category that this defense is. This defense is one of those ones that's historic levels right now. Just a historic run. Mr. Corey said, just loved finally seeing an old George Kittle sighting, a sweep of Seattle, a win, no injuries, and Bosa back in the sack lead. Pretty much handled it all, right, Mr. Corey, in one night. Uh, it, it's great. You know, the only thing we need now is for Minnesota to lose this weekend. You know, lose to the Colts. Then it'll be a great one. Paul says Mason's average yards per carry, I think, just went through the roof. Yeah, I mean, I think he carried the ball like five times. Uh, he's probably going to have, you know, his number's huge. I think he carried like once early in the game, got no yards. But after that, huge success. Coach Ralph says, congrats. See you in the playoffs. Coach Ralph is a Eagles fan, but thanks for stopping in. Yeah, we'll see if we see you in the playoffs. You know, I mean, if you guys get past the Cowboys and all that, could be a game in Philly. Man, what a spectacular matchup that would be. Uh, that Eagles team has been great all year. Woo, that would be crazy. Um, Donald says, good night, everyone. It's late here on the East Coast. It was a good win. Have a good one, Donald. Hope you have a excellent night. Um, Brad says, gray hamstring, Thomas ankle, Harvey's Ward head knock, but didn't say anything about a concussion. So that's good. Precautionary with Charverius Ward. I did see Aubrey Thomas on a punt. He was limping. So I think his ankle uh, was aggravated again. And then Danny Gray hamstring. I didn't know that was a thing. So explains why we didn't see more of Danny Gray. Portola says, Carol just said, lock it out for the season broken hand. Well, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, I feel for uh, Tyler Lockett. I mean, that's still one of those really, really great players. And Mr. Corey's already saying, uh, Vic Fangio in 2023. It might happen, Mr. Corey. And Freddie McDray says, that's the chant I wanted. You rock, Ant. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad, Freddie. Yeah, it's an exciting day. As you can see on my face, I am a happy individual. 49ers, the first team in the league to secure, you know, the division and, and get to the playoffs. Gotta love it. You know, three and four, it was looking pretty bleak, you know, as far as you, you go on 49ers Twitter and you kind of see what some people are saying. And it's like, they're talking to, they want Kyle Shanahan's head. You know, they don't want him. Uh, they, they think they need somebody else coaching this football team, you know, question marks all over the place. And now you can't hear any of that because Kyle Shanahan and this team has been executing at such a high level. Uh, this is exactly what you expect from this team. 10 and four. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great, uh, you know, it's, it's great. I mean, I picked them to go 11 and five and they're probably going to blow my prediction out of the water. 
Uh, or I'm sorry, ele- uh, was it 11 and 5 or, or was it 12 and 5? Uh, either way, it could have been 11 and 6. I don't know. The 17 game thing throws me off a little bit, but uh, they're playing great. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, Permaculture says Warner and Greenlaw definitely locking it down like old school double mint twins, Willis and Bowman. They are. I mean, they're out there. They're hitting people. They're causing turnovers. Uh, not only do they make solid tackles, but they don't give up any extra yards. Oh, you want to check it down? That's cool. You get no yardage. And that's one of the things rallying to the football, that swarm mentality that D'Amico Ryans is having right now. It is. It has been really nice to watch. Really nice. Brad Jones says Kittle wearing NFC West champ hat, but no shirt wearing his uh, singlet signed by Jimmy feels great, baby. Uh, very interesting from that. I love that. Mr. Courses, Mooney Ward isn't better than Carlos Rogers was in 2011. Still a stud, though. I'm I'm going to disagree. Uh, I like Carlos Rogers a lot, but, you know, when it came down to it, uh, New Orleans still went off in that game in the playoffs. Uh, I, I think that Charvarius Ward is a different kind of player than Carlos Rogers. I know Rogers made the play, uh, made the Pro Bowl. I'm telling you right now, Charvarius Ward, as far as man-to-man and everything, he's better than Carlos Rogers, even though I do like Carlos Rogers. Uh, but I, I think Charvarius Ward's better. Brad Jones says, 14 games in, our defense still has not allowed a single 60-yard rusher all year. Ridiculous stat coming from Brad Jones. Ridiculous stat right there. Brad Jones says, NFC West was the last Division One last year. This year, the first Division One. Oh, Brad's just coming with nonstop knowledge right now. Keep it up. Loving that right there. And Mr. Corey says, I was starting to think Ken Dorsey in 2023 at three and four. Oh no, Corey! Come on, I'm glad I'm glad you were just thinking it, and it didn't become a reality. Dan Stewart says feels pretty good. I love that. Um, Chris Lowe, what's up, Chris Lowe? How's it going? Says arms are quietly playing elite football. Yeah, spectacular. You know, and I got to listen to John Lynch. I don't know how many people uh, listened to John Lynch talking to Matt Mayoko. Uh, came out, you know, I think it was today or this morning, and I listened to it, and Lynch talked about Javon Kinlaw and the fact that they've been ramping Kinlaw up for a couple of weeks. They're going to ramp him up this week, too, and that their hope is next week when they open this window that he could be ready to go uh, for, you know, that commander's game, potentially. So uh, it looks like Kinlaw's getting close. They definitely want him for the stretch run, and they feel like he's going to be okay. They think he's going to be able to handle him ramping up. So that's good news for the 49ers getting arms that like Chris is talking about, who's playing so good. I mean, he's making things more elite. If you can throw Kinlaw in there on early downs to stop the run, uh, 49ers defense gets even better. I mean, I think the one bad news that came from today was they ended up putting Hassan Ridgeway on IR, uh, ending his season. He will not be coming back, uh, but they had to, they had to have Spence. They had to have T.Y. McGill and both guys played pretty good. McGill was in the backfield making plays. Traffic says that Charverius Ward signing just looks better and better each game. Loved how he followed DK and was not letting him go, right? That's the the sign that you have a number one cornerback. Uh, You have a number one cornerback when you can have a guy that consistently can come in like that and make plays. Um, And you can go and have him travel, you know, with one of the receivers and limit them, right? That's that Dion kind of stuff. Okay, I want you to go with him. That's that Champ Bailey stuff. Uh, you know, Revis Island, uh, you love it. You know, and I don't think, I don't, I'm not going to try to put Charvarius Ward in that category right now. Um, but you know what? If he has himself a really good postseason, we might start talking about that. A real lockdown corner for the 49ers. The one thing I do know about him is he makes things easier for the rest of the defense because when Charvarius Ward's out there, he can go one-on-one with a receiver. You know, if DeAndre Hopkins, one-on-one. 
you know, DK Metcalf one on one, Cooper Cup one on one. And when that happens, it allows the rest of the defense to give help in other areas, to bracket other receivers, to bring blitzes. It changes the game because of having that guy that can do that. And SL's coming with Purdy the next Brady. Woo! That's bold. I like bold, but let's see how it plays out. But hey, SL, uh, I, I like the I like the bold take. Uh, Lucas, how was the O-line tonight? It was good. It was really good. I thought Mike McGlinchey had an interesting holding call. Uh, I think that, you know, I seen the hand in front. I seen the little hook. Uh, but we see that against Bosa pretty much every single week. So I didn't realize that that was going to be a penalty. So uh, I thought overall the offensive line played pretty good. A couple penalties, but they kept Brock pretty upright for the most part. And I believe the sack was uh, probably a coverage sack. No one was really open. So the times they were able to get to Purdy, it seemed like it wasn't from the offensive line, but more so from, you know, coverage being pretty good on the backside. Seahawks had some good moments with their secondary. This, of course, is Ant. Are you going to have some Brock all tomorrow? Uh, oh, geez. These Brock things are going crazy. Fantastic. Brad says one bad thing that came out even before the game was they put Ridgeway on IR. Yeah, that was that was really tough. So Ridgeway won't be coming back. I think it's going to be Ken Law and Mitchell that end up coming back and playing for the 49ers. But, you know, if you had to choose between Ridgeway and Ken Law, you want Ken Law. I just think it's too bad we couldn't get them both back. Um, but, you know, some of these other guys are going to have an opportunity to step up. Travis says, I wonder if a single person guessed before the season that Brock Purdy 49ers would clinch the division in Week 15. I wouldn't think so. I mean, there's some people that, you know, were high on Brock Purdy enough to think that he could be the starting quarterback I don't think there was a lot of people that did, but to say that they thought he was going to be the starting quarterback and they were going to clinch the division in week 15, no way. I, I don't even think Brock Purdy thought that. Brad says apparently Purdy was really close to not playing today. The Niners expected him to have to come out of the game at some point. Wow, big facts from Brad. Oh, that would have been crazy. That really would have been crazy. And Mr. Courses, Tony Gonzalez is putting him in that elite category. Yeah, I like that then. Tony Gonzalez, he knows about it. I mean, that's one heck of a tight end right there. Tony Gonzalez, uh, one of my favorite tight ends to watch. He was spectacular. So, yeah, I, I love that part of it for sure. So, um, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, the Niners had themselves a really, really good, you know, game. Um, you know, and 10-4 looks very nice. The Seahawks at 7-7. Seven and seven, You know, what does that change? That changes some things. 49ers had the ball six more minutes. Um, first down's pretty even, 15-16. to 16. But total yards, Niners over 381 to 277 for the Seahawks. 70 rush yards for Seattle. The 49ers with 170, of course, so 50 on the backside. Penalties, Niners 7, Seahawks 8. That's a little bit different from the first matchup where the 49ers only had one penalty. So this time they were more penalized. Um, you know, the 49ers and Seahawks ran the same amount of plays in this game, both with 61. 49ers with 6.2 yards per play. For the Seahawks were held to only four and a half. And then turnovers in this game, one for the Seahawks, a very costly turnover where Ward returns it inside the five-yard line, 49ers score a touchdown. That was huge. And, you know, when it came down to it, uh, Diggs dropped, you know, what, what would have been an interception from Brock, Brock Purdy. You have to execute those ones for sure. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> Jan with a good one. Quarterback controversy stuck between a Brock and a hard place. That's a good one. That's a good one right there, Jan. I, I like that one. 
Uh, yeah, Permaculture says McGlinchey played fine. I thought he did too. You know, I, I didn't even think that was a hold, to be honest. I thought I thought McGlinchey played pretty good. Of course, he, you know, usually catches some heat, but overall, I thought the offensive lines played good, uh, very good. And Jan with another one, brick by Brock, baby. Uh, love it. Brad Jones says, Oh, and I love that I found this channel when we won the West. I had one to celebrate with or talk to now. I do. Oh, well done. I'm glad you found the channel too, Brad. Always good having you on here. Fantastic. A shooter says, are you worried about Purdy almost throwing an INT in each game that he has played? Playoff time, those will be big INTs. Um, I'm not exactly nervous about those shooter. I think because I remember the first one, he threw it up and gave Brandon Ayuk an opportunity. Um, and I, I that one I don't really count. Now, last week he missed uh, you know, a, a zone pressure scheme and the guy dropped off and into that area and it got intercepted. And this week it was Diggs coming from you know the back, reading him and coming into that zone like more of a robber concept. I think these are learning experiences from him. I'm glad he's learning those. I think we can overcome one turnover from Brock Purdy. Um, but, you know, if it was a, a thing where he was making consistent mistakes, but if you really watch, I mean, it's usually one time. And I think if it was more than that, I'd be concerned because you can't overcome, you know, Brock Purdy turning over the football. Uh, but I have this weird feeling that Purdy's just going to get better and better. The more he sees, the more he's going to be able to adjust and get better. So, uh, that's where I kind of think, but I mean, yeah, you're right. You don't want to turn over the football in the playoffs. Those are big. SL says it's crazy. Eagles with all those wins still haven't clinched. We ran away with the division. Yeah, it's because of the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys are right in the mix and they're right there with them. They're hanging in. They're hanging in. Uh, Mr. Course says we're supposed to trade up with the Dolphins for Tony Gonzalez, but Casey beat us to it and left with him. And we left with Jim drunk and be like, oh. I definitely would have rather had Tony Gonzalez in that one. I did not know that either. I would have taken Tony Gonzalez in a heartbeat. Uh, Brad says, now can we just rest Debo until the playoffs? I think they're going to end up resting Debo to the playoffs. I do. Um, I think, you know, here in the next couple weeks, you know, we'll find out what's going to happen with this two seed. If the two seed becomes out of reach, he'll for sure rest. If the two seed, you know, maybe the 49ers take it, it could change some things. So um, we'll see. We'll see how much the 49ers value that extra potential home game. Uh, and what they do with Brock, I mean, with Debo, but I think they've proven they can win, you know, regular season games without Debo, and they got a favorable schedule. Commanders are tough. Uh, the Raiders are playing better, but that's still a winnable, winnable football game, and then Arizona's going to be without Kyler Murray, and I don't even know what their mindset is going to be at the end of this season, so it'll be a little bit interesting. SL says, I wish Bosa didn't get that personal foul. That pick was sick. It was beautiful. Yeah, I would have loved to see Diablo Lenore get that uh, first pick six touchdown. It would have been great. Hugo says, what up, TCC? Why didn't they give Mason more run? Can't run CMC into the ground. Well, I think they ran CMC as many times as they did because they know they have 10 days off. Uh, if they don't have 10 days off, they're probably not doing that. It's the same thing with the Rams game, right? They're going to have a bye the next time. You give CMC you know, more of a run uh, knowing he's your most dynamic player and that you know with Debo out, and then you know you've got 10 days to recover. So the recovery is part of the reason that they give them the extra carries, you know, and, and of course, in this circumstance, you want to win the division, you know, and uh, as much as you like Jordan Mason, and I like Jordan Mason a lot, he's still a rookie. And so I think that's just something to remember. And Mr. Corsi, so you all are saying Purdy has been solid as a, well done. Well done. These things just don't stop. Kane R says Purdy hit the Seahawks with the Brock bottom more rock stuff you know we're gonna get some uh people's el or i'm sorry people's eyebrow here pretty soon uh google says the niners pulled out their brock and smacked the seahawks around with it uh brock did a good job you know what i mean he's he's, he's just tearing it up wtm 
is Brock Purdy keeps winning. Do they stay with Purdy? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, you're going to have an interesting conversation. Um, you know, I mean, if if Purdy loses, if the 49ers lose in the playoffs, um, you know, then I think it's an open competition with Trey Lance next year. If Brock Purdy's able to win a Super Bowl, uh, that 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 makes things a little bit more interesting. Uh, you know, you still use a lot of capital for Trey Lance. Trey Lance is tremendously talented. Um, but, you know, that's something, luckily, we don't have to worry about yet. Uh, yeah. And Brad says, one thing I noticed with Purdy in the preseason was he was really good at, on letting the playcock wind down, and that came in handy today. Yeah, he he operates. He understands circumstance. He understands, you know, what you're supposed to do uh, football-wise. The football knowledge is there. I love it. I mean, and that's one thing that, you know, that's why he's playing beyond his years. He understands circumstances and, you know, what happens in the rhythm of the game. It, it's great. Traffic says, does anyone know how the 49ers have the tiebreaker over the Vikings if they have the same record? It's it's by conference, um, conference wins. So the 49ers have only lost in conference twice. Um, they lost to the Chicago Bears. They lost to Atlanta Falcons. The Minnesota Vikings have three conference losses. So if they end up with a tied record, and the 49ers hold that tiebreaker over Minnesota. That's why they have the tiebreaker. WTM says, does it feel uh does it feel like Purdy fits this offense more than Jimmy? No, I don't think it feels like he fits it more than Jimmy. I think the off-schedule things that Brock Purdy's been able to do, you know, getting outside the pocket, you see a little bit more of the athletic ability, uh throwing off platform, off schedule. He does. There's a little bit more improvisation from Brock Purdy compared to Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I do have some question marks about a couple of the run plays. It looked like he might have switched them maybe when he shouldn't have. So I'm curious about that moving forward. But, um, you know, as far as knowledge of the offense, I think Jimmy's a little farther along. Um, but there's still some some great things that Brock Purdy's able to do. And and, and I really like that. Um, uh, this course is I'm a huge Trey Lance guy, but would welcome any and all quarterback controversy means Purdy wins the Super Bowl. I'm with you 100%. And Jack says, we NFC champs, Bosa call was total uh, BS. Yeah, it was. It was bad. It was real bad. Thanks for the super chat, Jag. It was It was bad. Uh, that should have been a touchdown. It should have been 28-3. to San Francisco 49ers, Yama Lenore should be celebrating his first ever career interception uh, for a touchdown. Uh, it was a pick six, and, you know, that's how it should have been. But he's not. That's unfortunate. The refs took that one away. I, I hate that. Uh, and I, I hate that Bosa's getting hit with these, you know, roughing the passer calls this year. I don't know why. You know, I mean, no, most of the time when you're a star player like that, they don't hit you with those calls. But for whatever reason, they like to get after Nick Bosa with those. So we'll see. Brad says we have a car. Oh, he's explaining it. Okay. Lou says Brock being a four-year college starter, priceless. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Experience in college is definitely paying dividends for Stanley. What's up, Stanley? Says Aloha, Ant. How do you like those 49ers now? We are number one in our conference. We kicked the Seahawks backside. Let's go 49ers. Always bang, bang, Niner gang. Yeah, exactly. Stanley, always good to see you in chat. 49ers with a huge victory in FC West champions. That sounds great. Uh, that sounds good. That's what I was hoping was going to happen today. That's what the build was from when we were on the game react or sorry game preview show when we were on cover two last night in that live. It's been all about 49ers winning the division, and they've done such a great job of playing great defense and having a timely run game. It has been spectacular to watch. You know, I'm loving the, what the 49ers are doing right now, and I'm I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to ride this thing all the way in. It is it has been fun. SSO's so, so Bosa was smart. He said after the games, the refs made the right call. You don't want to be on the back, bad side of the refs. 
Yeah, he's smart for saying that. You know what I mean? Anytime you uh, land with your body weight on him, they're going to call that. I just, I hate it because they he landed on an offensive player first and then they went down. It was just interesting. It, it really was. Brad says, I think uh, this might only be Trent Williams' second division title. Greenlaw uh, is fourth year, already has two. That's crazy to think of, right? Really, really crazy, crazy to think. Uh, CLN says, great game. Had me a little nervous at the end of, uh, that they were catching up. Yeah, that was that was different, right? That was that was, it, it felt a little weird at the end, but um it worked out. And Matt Mayoko, according to Hugo G says Matt Mayoko said it will be an open competition next year the way he is playing. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. Mr. Corey says, I don't even remember the last time we swept Seattle. Uh swept them but still lost to Russell Wilson this season. Yeah, they swept them in 2011. That's the last time, Mr. Corey. That's the last time that they did and um you know clean says no lie we super bowl contenders go niner nation yeah definitely uh definitely in the mix and google counts says i'm glad it wasn't 28-3 shannon has bad track record with that score oh well played uh well played google account that was funny uh yeah i mean kyle ain't messing around no more so he he definitely knows about those situations but yeah that the 28-3 score i forgot about that dude says purdy does not wait for receivers to get open instead of throwing them open over time, who get better at that? I think Purdy is the future of this team. Yeah, the more comfortable he gets with throwing with anticipation, uh, he's going to make even more and more of these throws. I mean, some of the throws are spectacular. That throw he made to Jawan Jennings on third down, you know, I mean, on the double slant concept, Ray River McLeod's running in front, and he throws it. And I mean, he gets it on him where he can protect himself once he gets the football. Uh, those are veteran-type things. You know, I mean, it was a, a week, the Miami game when he threw it behind Christian McCaffrey and McCaffrey wasn't able to get it in the end zone, but he was protecting McCaffrey from running into defenders. Those are things you learn, you know, through the years. And he already does it at such a high level. It's really, really spectacular. I I, I love it. Uh, Permaculture says NFL has hated us since Eddie D. DeBartolo told them off. So that's why we get some weak calls against us, including robbing Bosa from his stats. You could be right. Um, I don't know for sure if that's the case, but I mean, you could be right. WTM says, are you mad at the kicker? Nah, I'm not mad at Robbie Gold. I uh, didn't come back to bite us in the butt. And I mean, when it comes down to it, Robbie Gold doesn't miss kicks in, in the playoffs. So as long as he continues not missing kicks in the playoffs, I'll live with him missing an occasional kick in the regular season. But I thought he's been fantastic this year. He really has been really good. So uh, I'm, I'm okay with Gold. Mr. Corsi, I remember Ted Ginn's kickoff return for a touchdown on Seattle in 2011. Yeah, he had that one game where he had two, uh, one, I think one punt return. Uh, spectacular. Just spectacular. Um, yeah, and third and Jawan is a real damn thing coming from Brad. You're right. It is. SL says next year we'll be at four years and Trey Lance only playing nine games. It's hard for me to believe he'll best out Purdy, but you never know. You just never know, right? I mean, that's the thing. The good news is we're going to have two quarterbacks, you know, two young cats are going to be able to battle it out. That's good. Uh, you know, it's it's gonna be fun. You know, and the 49ers needed that security at the quarterback position. And hopefully these guys can stay healthy and then come in and battle and it'll be a lot of fun. I I'm excited about it for sure. I'm excited about it. WTM says, What grade you give Jimmy Ward tonight? Um, without watching the overall film, I, I don't know for sure, but I thought he played well. Um, from just watching the TV copy, I thought you know, he played pretty good. I'd probably give him like a B plus. So um, good in the run fits again, pretty good in coverage. It might even be higher than that if I got to watch the all 22. So yeah, I think he's at least a B plus. It was good. Google accounts says that throw to Ayuk that Ayuk dropped, uh, his tight window throws are pretty amazing. He does a great job. He really does a great job. 
Dan says gold is fading. Time to start looking for an accurate and long-range kicker. Oh, maybe. You know what I mean? I'm, kickers are hard to find. You know, and that's the thing about Robbie Gold. I mean, if he's not going to miss in the playoffs, why why replace him? You know what I mean? Loses curiosity. How long is Purdy signed for? So it, just like every rookie that's you know drafted uh, that's not in the first round, it's a four year contract. Of course, first round picks four years with a fifth year option every other round four uh, years. So he's got three more years at a very very favorable price. So yeah, I mean him and him and Trey Lance are kind of on the same path. They'll have a fifth year option on Trey Lance. So him and Brock Purdy's contracts will come up at the same time. Interestingly enough, this of course says Bosa doesn't get enough respect. He was uh, he was known as a a supporter of Trump. Most of the media is liberal. That's how Max Crosby makes second team All Pro over him last season. I don't know if political plays into it, but all I know is Bosa is an absolute master of getting to the quarterback. He's fantastic, and uh, he should get Defensive Player of the Year this year. I mean, that's just I'm just plain and simple. Uh, I think he's fantastic. So I'm really excited about it for sure. And then uh, Travis says, "Oh, and there was a penalty on the San Francisco for illegal formation." No wide receiver was lined up on the right. Now, does that something like that happen? It happens from time to time, especially if you have players, you know, that are potentially playing a, a, a position they're not used to playing. So who knows who was in the game at the time? I think Ray Ray was in the game. You know, maybe he was supposed to be on the ball every once in a while. You think, oh, I'm supposed to be, am I off or on? Uh, if there's a tight end there, you're off. If, if tight end's not there, you're on. You have to make sure a receiver, either a tight end in line um, or a receiver is is on the ball. So that way you can, you know, have a, a tackle cover. So it happens from time to time. Uh, a short week, it doesn't surprise me that something like that happened. WTM says, any concerns with Purdy's arm strength? No, not right now. I mean, the thing is, he's being able to make the throws that he needs to make, completing the ball down the field. Uh, so, I mean, I don't have questions about it right now. We'll see if that ends up coming up. But, no, right now, I'm I'm enjoying what I'm seeing from Brock Purdy. He's done a very good job. So, I'm not going to be concerned about it. Uh, it's been really good. Uh, but I would like to say thank you. I'm about to uh, hop off here. 49ers win the NFC West. Spectacular chat. You guys were off the hook. Fantastic. Looking forward to a lot of great content this week. Lots of time to prepare for the Commanders. It's going to be a fun week. I hope everyone enjoys their night. 49er fans have a lot to be happy about. Thank you guys so much for watching. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.